0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 11 of the Take Charge podcast, we are me and my golf, I'm Andy Proudman and as always I'm joined here with Piers Ward and today we are talking about who will win the Masters 2018. So the Masters is almost here Piers, this is, do you know, this is a moment in the calendar really Piers where I think we both look forward to it for a couple of reasons, look it's the Masters, it's a great event. But also the season starts to change, the weather starts to pick up here in the UK, which has been pretty bad for the last uh, few months. Um So it's just a great time of year, isn't it? And the Masters kicks things off perfectly, ready for the season to start, doesn't it? A moment of excitement for
1: sure. Hey, look, it's you know I think it's the one tournament that it's instantly recognisable because it's played at the same course every year. You know exactly what's you, you know you're going to see um, with how good and how well they look after the golf course. It never even changes how it looks. They've obviously had a few um years where they've lengthened the golf course they've obviously grown some semi-rough in there now for the last few years now so you know it is maybe a bit longer than the last few years but you know instantly what is going on and generally we talk about the sunday back nine Mm -hmm. that's when it really sort of kicks off and it very rarely fails to live up to its reputation it is i think it's probably my favorite one it's hard to say because they an Open. Oh, oh, you just pulled a face there. The Open, obviously, is always going to be dear to our hearts because um, it's on our shores, but the Masters is probably the most exciting one, I
0: think. I think so. I, th- I, I would agree with you, Pierce. And I think just because, it's the, the, as you mentioned, it's the same golf course. So you get to know the course. You get to see what happens. You get to remember the, the past
1: experiences and, and
0: what's happened on that hole. So that can sort of build up the excitement to see
1: what yeah. happens with that particular player and or yeah. or what's going to happen on that back nine of that final day yeah. like you mentioned. And I think the good thing about it is, you know, you obviously you've got 10-11, we'll talk more about the course in a moment, but you've got two birdieable par fives, you've got a par three where you can stiff it, you've got a very um, good chance of hitting your second shot close on 18 if you hit the fairway, so it's not like a war of attrition that it can be sometimes in an Open Championship or a US yeah. Open where people are scrapping for pars, you know on the the hardest golf course is not that the augusta national isn't hard um obviously very is it very much is but what it is is it's playable so yeah. people can make birdies and they can make eagles on that back nine yeah and that's
0: the, i think that's the great thing isn't it there's you know there's uh, potential for some great scores but there's also potential for some uh Bit of water for action. some water and some yeah. hazards as well which is exactly what you want to see on the on the on the last day of the major so Let's talk about the golf course then, because, look, if you watch the Masters every year, you get to know the course. Sorry, they get to know the course. You get to know the holes. Um, you know, you get to understand really what sort of players tend to play well around there. I think. Mm-hmm. I think experience is a massive thing around the golf course, Pierce. Well, let's talk about generally the course and how it plays. Really,
1: I think you will look as we said. It plays a little bit longer now, so there's there's definitely a few things in there that some people may not know. Um, for instance, now, generally speaking, they cut the fairways towards the tees, which means that the golf ball won't run as much when yep. it hits the fairway. So they're trying to make sure that it doesn't get overpowered by these these amazing ball strikers that we have these days. So by cutting the fairways towards the tees, it slows down the um, the, the, the amount that the ball can carry. And it also puts a more of a premium, sorry carry, uh, run, sorry. It puts more of a premium. That'd be good, in, wouldn't it? We, we know, yeah, they <laughs> could do that. That's really long grass but if they and they then put a premium on the ball striking as well because if obviously you're going into the grain off tight fairways your ball striking has got to be you know spot on yeah and i think you know and then they talk about the rough as well when they cut the rough the semi rough they sort of um they suck it up as well with like a like a hoover almost so the ball has more chance of going down into the rough but again the rough doesn't really play a massive role but definitely they're doing everything they can to lengthen out the golf course now we haven't been to Augusta National not yet but from what not yet but from what everyone has said it always looks very different when you are there because of the elevation change and I think that's the one thing that obviously TV doesn't really give it justice that there are massive elevation changes throughout the golf course and it's not necessarily that you're always playing an uphill or a downhill lie you can be playing side hill lies as well so I think you know there's a premium on where you put your golf ball when it lands on the green and you are got to know how to play these uh, these awkward lies so there's always going to be an element you know it's hard to say this but there's always going to be an element of luck I would say in how the ball responds off those slopes
0: yeah and I think look, look I think recently that I think Jack Nicklaus in the press recently said something like there's only five hard shots at the Masters mm. at Augusta now I think that's there's only five hard shots at Augusta if you've played it a lot <laughs> um, because you tend to know where all the mistakes are yes. I and mean, you know where to put the golf the golf ball and Generally off the tee, it doesn't look, it doesn't look too challenging, Pierce, no. does it really? There's certain bunkers that you might need to avoid, but when you look at the greens and the complexes of the greens and where the flags are situated and, and where the misses are, that's where the experience comes in, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. If you can minimise your mistakes, put the golf ball on the right part of the green, which not yeah. necessarily is, is always near, near the flag, giving yourself a chance of a put, but also just giving yourself a chance of a two put is, yeah. is really key. And I think. You know, understanding those greens and the experience from the players who've played there multiple times, it definitely saves shots, doesn't it? So, we always, it's funny how you always see people like Fred Couples, yeah, you know, past champion who plays there and uh, and just always tends to do well, yeah. doesn't he? Sort of up there with the leader Bernalanga. sometimes.
1: Bernard Lange will make the cut this year again, yeah. Um, and then th- those guys are obviously, you know, synonymous with, with the Masters, obviously, being former winners. But yeah, I think, I think, look, it's interesting you say there about. You know, the knowing the greens and knowing where to hit the golf ball because they know the pins are going to be in pretty much the similar places. So they could do their, the caddies probably have a little bit of a breather yep. even though it's a major because they kind of know where the flags are going to be. There's, there's generally no new tricks that are placed upon these golfers when they get there but they do know that, for instance, holes like 17, you know, they sometimes just can't go for the flags, hole like 16 on the last day. They're not aiming at the flag, really. Very few people go for that front left on 16. Yeah. Directly they yeah. just go up on the back of the shelf and just let it come back down So they can use the greens to their advantage, but obviously they can be made to look silly They can hit golf shots which pitch by the flag and suddenly can be 50 60 feet away from the hole. Yeah without much wrong to it
0: Yeah, and you know, it's funny when you talk about the Masters it generally always goes to the back nine doesn't yeah, it? it does. You know when you when I think about the Masters I don't really think much about the front nine mm-hmm. maybe think about the first hole Um but generally, you sort of you edge towards the holes that you remember a lot, and yeah. I think the mem- the memories the memories are there because of what you've seen over the years happen in th- in the key situations. And you know, you look at holes ten, you know, ten, eleven, and I mean, some of the some of the shots that are, are required to play at those holes, um, you know, and some of the things that have happened. I mean, with Spieth on twelve, Pierce, yep. you know, a few years ago mm-hmm. when he when he dumped actually 2016 when he dumped mm-hmm. it in the water. You know, in a in a prime spot, mm-hmm. anything can happen in, in that, on that back nine and that yeah. and that last take, can't
1: it? Yeah, it can. So I think I think the thing the thing is really as well the the one other thing that we'd say about the golf course and look, a lot of people will know this is just our view on it, but you know, it very much suits someone who can shape the golf ball from right to left. You know, someone who can actually play that kind of that kind of shape on the golf ball. So. You always look at that when you think about you know, scoring on those par fives. You know, It really helps, obviously, on 13 if you can get it going around the corner. Mm-hmm. 10 obviously helps if you can get it going around the corner. So it definitely suits a right-to-left. Obviously, there's a couple of holes like 18 where there's a fade that you'd need off the off the tee shot. But generally speaking, it's a right-to-left golf course. So if the golfer is comfortable with that, then they've got a chance.
0: And I think it's it's a funny one, isn't it? Because I think each year you hear... Bits about the the masters and you say okay look you to win you need to draw the golf ball and you need to hit the golf ball from right to left but you look at I mean Danny Willett mm-hmm. who won 2016 he's a fader fade. of the golf ball um, so I think a lot of people would probably go into it and this is maybe some 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 of the things that the players may face where they think okay to to win round here I need to play a draw yeah well if you look at Willett and, and maybe even Nicholas to a certain degree in in mm-hmm. his heyday you know who would play a little bit of a fade. Mm-hmm. As long as you're in position off the tee, it doesn't matter. Yes, you could yeah. if you could hit a draw on 13 and certain other ones, you can make the holes shorter and give yourself a chance. But you know, he, even having that little bit of a fade off the tee, you can still actually win. And uh, and I think as long as the players are are in the belief that they haven't got to completely change the game for that, I think you know it's up it's
1: up for grabs, isn't it? For anybody, yeah, really. It is. It is. All right. Well, with that said. Yes. Actually, we've we very quickly got to talk about Sergio, haven't we, winning last year? Because every time we've ever done a video and we've said, or a post which is saying, Piers, who do you think is going to win the Masters, the Open, the US Open, the US PGA? I generally would say Sergio. Did you pick him last year? I, I don't know whether I did. I may not. It was probably the year you didn't pick <laughs> probably him last year. But um, I, look, for me, the fact, the way he won that event last year, you know, hopefully he'll compete again this year and I've got some stats here that will back that up, that I think he will compete this year. But it was an amazing you know, tournament with him winning it last year. And I think the the fact he was obviously battling out with Justin Rose as well mm-hmm. was very impressive to see. And it was it was it was who did you want to win? I mean, you're an Englishman, 100% and, and, Garcia, and you got oh. It was it was sorry b- Justin, you
0: know, yeah, It was I think uh, the majority of people who were watching that were probably rooting for Garcia. Look, obviously Rose is already a major winner, and everybody knew how important it yeah. was, not only for Sergio but for golf really. If Sergio was never to win a major, it would it just wouldn't have been yeah. right, would it? So. I think everybody was pleased that he I could think actually so. finally get that and uh you know, and, and to see things actually where he is in his life with his wife and his kid. And yeah, he, yeah. He's all of a sudden in a good I'd place play. off the golf course mm. and everybody talks about how important that is for him to play yeah. good golf and uh you know, it looks like things are really good behind the scenes. So he's gonna come into this this yeah. masters this
1: year. In a great place with his golf, not I'm only you've got some stats here to back it you up, you know, know. everything. So can he can he retain it, Pierce? Maybe, maybe. Well, Let's get to. That. I mean, I think the one thing I will say as well, there's no way Justin Rose didn't want to win the Masters. But in the in the maybe even when he he saw who won it, obviously he knew who won it. But you know him knowing that Sergio was the person who won it. If he wasn't going to win it, I'm sure he would have been top of his list as the as the person I think he so. wanted to win it. He would have been pleased. Pretty close friends, I think, from the Ryder Cup and obviously, you know, being a similar age and what have you. Yeah. So so right, okay, look, as I said, I have got stats everywhere spread out across our studio here with reasons why certain people could win. There's <laughs> a lot of people gonna, here. And what we're gonna do after we've crunched the data with you guys is we're gonna pick a winner each and a top ten player each. Now we're not betting people, but maybe this is a good advice for someone but don't bet. So what, we going to do? what we've actually done is we've actually written down our winner and our top 10 golfer without telling each other. So we've figured that out already. So if we do name the same person in this podcast, then obviously we've got the proof to back it up. So Andy. Yeah. One thing I think about when we we're at the Masters, we know you've got to be a really good putter. So if we think about putting at the moment... Jason Day is the hottest player on tour strokes gained at the moment, by some margin when it comes to putting. Yeah. So we know that when he had his stellar season a couple of seasons ago, his putting was ridiculously good. Kind of like Jordan Spieth when he had his, his season. So just quickly, with Jason Day being as though he's the top putter pretty much at the moment, do you think he could win? Um, and I'm not asking for your, your proper yeah, answers like,
0: no, yeah, yeah, of course he can. I think Jason Day, he's got the length Obviously, off the tee, he, he hits the golf ball really high, um, so he can access some of the tight pins that, if yep. need be, so high ball. For, yeah, yeah. Absolutely so I think he's somebody who certainly can win. And you know, you, when he's on form, he's on form. You know, he's 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 hard to beat. So he's got the length. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, we can go through a lot. I mean, Jason Day definitely could win. If you so like he's to say.
1: A, he's a chance. So someone who's putting really well can do well with
0: that. I think he's got it for him. I think he, he he needs to keep it on the short stuff. He okay. needs to be able to keep, you know get his drives in play. Um, you know, and then I think then it'll
1: have a chance. So, all right. Then. Let's, let's go to the opposite end of the golf um, skill spectrum. Just made that up. Long hitters. Yeah. So we're talking people like DJ. We're talking people... I don't know whether Tony Finau is actually at the Masters. I'm pretty sure he will be. But he's right up there. He's, he's in, in with, with distance. Serge, uh, well, Sergio. Roy McElroy. Tiger Woods. Can any of those guys win it? Oh, <laughs> let's Can have any of <laughs> <laughs> but, but in your mind, you know, what's what? Which one of those golfers may stand out to you as someone who could win it, based on how long they hit it off the tee? Every single one of them. Okay. And just think. I mean, think about
0: this as well. You look, look how. I mean, obviously, when we spoke to DJ um, at the back end of last year, how gutted he was missing the Masters last year, and how he was on form going into the he Masters. He's on fire. Um, he's had a bit of a break to rest and yeah. get himself ready for the Masters, so he's going to be as hungry as ever. He's got, you know, he's got the the, the whole game to do around there, hasn't mm-hmm. he? So, um, I mean, for every one of those people you just said, Pierce, I mean, you just you just yeah. don't know. If all of those are on the game, which hopefully they will be, mm-hmm. it's going to be one hell of a leaderboard come that last day.
1: Yeah, so we know, so you're yeah, absolutely right. So we know if DJ hits the ball well around there, he's going to have a lot of the 150 to 100-yard 100 shots because yeah. he is that long, even on a long golf course. And we know that he's worked really hard on that. He's put a premium on... Um, you know, he's put a lot of time, sorry, should I say, sorry, on being good at that number between 100 and 150 with his wedge game. So we know that he can score really well round there because of the fact his game is improving to those levels.
0: Yeah, massively important you think about the you know, accessing the pins and putting it in the right spot round there. If you've got full control of your distance, you know, you know what it's like with your irons. If you can get control of your distance, you're never
1: gonna be too well, far away. We did that video with him and we hit, hit six shots, wasn't it? And he named the exact yeah. charges on two of them before they hit the ground so he is in you know total control with that okay so let's uh, look I think obviously you need to put well you we know that being long helps because you're obviously having as you said a, a shorter approach into the greens and there's not loads of trouble off the tees there but I really think the person who's going to do well is the person who can Hit their approach shots close. Yeah. Okay, so someone who is going to be pretty 100%. accurate with their irons. Yeah, yeah, we, we know have to be. pretty much the most important stat. So I've got some numbers for you here based on greens in regulation so far this year. So, 150 yards to 175 yards. We've got a couple of names here. Matthew Fitzpatrick is actually leading with 77% at the moment when we've done this podcast. He hasn't played as many rounds as Kevin Stirl- uh, Streelman though, who's uh, coached by, um, oh, that's a different one, actually. So Kevin Streelman, yeah, okay. So he's had 46 rounds. So he's doing really well with greens and regulation. Can those guys, based on those numbers, can either of those two compete?
0: Well, I think they're a little bit shorter, aren't they? So, I mean, yeah. Fitzpatrick, uh, I mean, he's certainly consistent enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think conditions would have to be pretty
1: tricky for him to to do well. Maybe when will it as well? He well exactly, close, yeah. He? He, he he I think he conditions. was top ten then. But yeah. uh,
0: you know, t- tough conditions he could probably do. It. I don't think he will to be fair. I think that I think the, the the current players are too strong. Yeah. And the course demands for me, I think it demands somebody who can be aggressive and, and take it apart. Okay. Um and I think it rewards people like that. I think I think for him he's a very he has to be I wouldn't say conservative, but um he's a very different player to them. He can't you know, take these dog legs on and cut oh. it over the corner on 13 and, and leave himself an eight iron in, okay. he's going to be leaving himself a, a three iron in potentially. And, and it's a lot harder, you know, for, to, 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 to make eagle or birdie mm-hmm. from that situation. So okay. Um, okay. I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't personally yeah, say... I, I that would, I would tend to
1: agree with that. and I would tend to agree with that. So, OK, let's just go, to the, just go through a couple of other these. So 175 to 200, we've got Tony Finau is leading that. Bubba Watson second, Alex Norrin. Bubba Watson's on some form, isn't he?
0: You know, amazing form, he's obviously just won the uh, Dell match play, uh, the weekend just gone So, I mean, he's had two wins this year, I think he won at the Genesis as well, which earlier on in the year, so two wins this year, he loves the Masters, he's going to be high um, at the moment, so, oh God, I mean, he, he, you know, exp- again, we talk about experience, you mm-hmm. know, his experience, he's one round there, so he's on winner. form, he's going to be dangerous, you've got to think he's going to be dangerous, and a fader of the golf ball, but obviously he's left-handed, so yep. it looks like a draw. Um, You know, ran there, definitely, you know, and certainly with the length off the tee.
1: I think we've mentioned it a few times that if his game is on... Incredible short game. If his game is on playing that event and he's totally in it um, with his mindset, he he is, I don't care who he's up against, he's a a number one contender, you know, almost. Definitely. Like you say, a fade for him being, obviously, the right-to-left flight is a little bit more controllable than hitting a draw, obviously, as we know. OK, so um, here's one of my Sergio stats. So at the moment, he is number one in Green's regulation from 200-plus yards. So if the course plays long and gets a little softer, a bit of rain maybe, yeah. mm, there you go. Sergio comes into the frame. Definitely. OK, All Definitely. Right. so I think there's a, there's a chance there with that. And obviously, there's some other great stats. But I'm going to give you this one as well, another one with Sergio, which could suggest that he's going to be well up there. to Green strokes gained. He is leading. But he is leading from Paul Casey.
0: Again, a oh. win at the Valspar, mm. you know, again somebody who's sort of, who's challenged, he loves the Masters, I mean, last year um, he finished fifth, sorry, yep. no, sixth last year, um, so he's got the long game for it, hits it great, you know, with a, with a win, I think a lot of people had questions about can he finish a tournament off, um, I think the question with, with him is, is if he gets in the lead, can he hold out on the last day? Um, he tends to struggle with his putting, but he's obviously putting fantastic. I think he shot 65 the last day at the Valspar. Yeah. Um, I think he's a guy who, if he was a couple behind on the last day yeah. and the pressure was off him a little bit, I think I think he could he could definitely win. He's got the game for it, but I think where he is going into the Sunday is, uh, I think, is crucial for him.
1: So that's an interesting point because he has been in the league going into major championships before and he hasn't converted, he hasn't finished. And he, and he actually really... I'm probably getting, I don't know if he's out of place by saying this, but he hasn't really competed when he's been in the lead nope. you know, on this last day. So he has fallen away and it'll be something I think hopefully the win that he's had is going to convert him, hopefully to a major champion. Because I think it would be great if he did win one, obviously being an English guy. Um, his, his iron play last year was tremendous. He yeah. Was really good. Um, so he was, you know, he's gotta be a contender. He's gotta be a contender. But I'm gonna give you some more stats, Andrew. This is some really interesting ones. So Let's start with par threes. At the moment, Paul Casey is leading his par three performance this year at seven under par. Always the hardest so, ones, aren't they? And if we think about the par threes at Augusta, the, the par threes on the front nine are tough. They're long. The par three that we have the first one on the back nine, the twelfth, isn't long. But it is tough. It is really tough because obviously of um, you know how narrow that green is, how much trouble you can get on that green. Sixteen. One of the easier ones. Oh, well, that's say easy easy on the Sunday. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's easy when you're watching better. it from home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Isn't it, oh, I can do that back <laughs> left and, and let it come down the slope. So we look at the par threes. That obviously it could it will help if you play well on those. But you don't really win tournaments if you can make pars on those par threes. You're going to be yeah. in a better place. Then we look at and this is a person we have not mentioned yet. Par fours. He's 34 under par for the season. Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. How can we? How can we even mention him? Two wins again this year. Is he number he's, one you know, he's... in the world on four? He must be. He's
0: pretty. He's pretty good, isn't he? He's pretty good. And again, this is a guy who just, for me, you get him on the golf course, and he just looks like he wants to win, and he doesn't care. I mean, there's, yeah. there's not many people. I mean, him, Spieth, and I think to a certain extent Fowler look mm-hmm. like that, and obviously they're very close. Um, they all look like they they're just not afraid to win, yeah. and especially with majors, you know, they they want to go out there and they want to challenge and and. Um, I, d- I think
1: a different mindset Those guys have got To a, to a lot uh, of is out there And Fowler's going to be After redemption After last year shooting yeah. 76 So yeah. it'll be interesting To see whether he can You know His form isn't bad This year Maybe it could be A little bit better But he'll be looking To, to get rid of that Ghost really And get that major Because he's, he's a little bit Older than Jordan And Justin And mm-hmm. he would want to You know he's part of that Three Definitely. amigos gang, or whatever you <laughs> want to call them. Um, there's a few others I know, but you know he'll want to get make sure he can get up with those. Okay, uh, another note here on par fives, which we feel is possibly, you know, you could be level par for par fours and par threes and win the Masters by playing the par five as well. So Bryson DeChambeau is 71 under par for par fives. Mm. He's my last person that I'm going to mention the that potentially last, could last win. The last Do ten. you think? Bryson
0: and could win. Uh, Yes, I think he could. If again, I think from I think he's got his head's got to be in the right place. Seems that way. Um, You know, from from speaking to a few people, he's he's very much a perfectionist in his Mm -hmm. game. So, uh, but look, he's got the game, hasn't he? So you know, if he's if he's in a good place mentally and he's um, and he's feeling good, if his game's there, he definitely
1: can win. Is there anyone else that you would like you think you want to ask me whether they think they can? Well, there's
0: one person that I think we need to talk about a little bit more because I'd be disappointed if we finished and didn't talk about him. Pierce, I want to talk about him. Tiger Woods, (laughs) please come on. Let's talk about Tiger. He's back. He's (laughs) you know, his back's good. He's on form. He's fit. He's hitting the golf ball miles. His short game is incredible. Um, You know, it's going to be going to be his first major in a while now. I mean. I mean, I think he's is his second favorite at the moment. I yeah. think DJ still favorite. I 12 think twelve one, second favorite.
1: Um, you know, so
0: yeah. I mean, look, can, can he, he win? Can he win? This? Can he win? So, all right. This what's is what's your thoughts?
1: The thing for me is with this, we're going to see a Tiger Woods at the Masters that we haven't seen for a long time. Yeah. You know, um, you know, you're not going to say sort of ninety. Was it ninety-seven when he won? When he won by that many shots? You know, we're he not won saying, by twelve. Yeah, we're not 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 so much <laughs> that kind of level because he kind of blew everyone away with how he played that game, but that tournament, but. You know, he's actually, I think the last time he he played at the Masters, he actually played, he actually competed, mm, didn't he, yeah. to a degree? He did. But there's no way he was doing anything like he's doing now. No. You know, he's probably, you know, he was swinging at 114 mile per hour, club head speed, and he probably couldn't swing it past 114. Now he's no. swinging it at 120 and can swing it at 128. So, you know, he has got the ability to start smashing it around the golf course. And he knows how to play the golf course. He's won multiple times. And are you telling me that if he's in contention on that Sunday that you, if you're in the lead and he's right behind you, you're yeah. going to be thinking that he can get you? Because he knows how to play the par fives, he knows how to be conservative, he's very good at strategizing where he should hit his iron shots. The tee shots maybe he hasn't got to worry so much about. I suppose the only thing is if he hits driver a lot and he puts himself in trees, then he might find it hard to, to get out of those trees. But hey, we're talking about Tiger Woods here.
0: Yeah, uh, do you know what? It's I think... He's demonstrated that he's got full control of his short game and putting. He looks so good in that area. Mm-hmm. And yet, and even with his irons, he has got his irons dialled in in terms of distance control. Yep. And again, we talked about that with DJ been knowing his numbers and being in full control of where that golf ball's landing is going to yep. be key around there. So if, if Tiger takes his current iron game mm-hmm. and short game, but his driving's on point, for mm-hmm. me, Tiger's the winner. Because I just think he's, I mean, he's won four times around there. He knows the golf course as good as anybody, if not better than everybody there. Um, you know, he, he's, the, and he's the sort of guy who will who will take the risks. He, yeah. You know, he will try and cut the corners. He will be going for the eagle on a par five. He will be aggressive, as McElroy will be as well. We haven't really talked too much about McElroy, but as McElroy will be aggressive as well. Um, wouldn't it be great to see those two battle it out on the, Ooh, uh, on the last day? That would be nice. Um, but look, you know Tiger whether he wins or whether he doesn't you'd think based on his current form he's going to be there for the weekend and he's going to be challenging so I just know the Masters is going to be um so much more exciting that he's going to be there this year
1: I think with Tiger really I'm still in the mindset well just be safe don't don't hurt yes Tiger come on <laughs> let's have a yeah. full just season take, that's just all take we want take his, yeah don't, don't, don't do that Tiger yeah All right, okay, look, we've spoke a lot about lots of different stats. We have spoke about people who we think could win based on certain things, you know, disciplines in their game. I'm gonna ask you, Andy, who is your top 10 golfer? Oh, God. Who is your top 10 golfer? During this, this, he's I've forgotten. actually,
0: no, I haven't forgotten. I've sort of changed my mind. Oh, you know, well. I've picked somebody, right, but I feel like I'm cheating on Tiger I'll Woods. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you
1: what we'll do. You can actually say who you thought it was, and I'll give you another one who you think might be in. My top or, or 10. You Have you, you changed your
0: winner? No, I'm not going to change. I'm, I'm going to stick to what I wrote down. All then. right, who's so your top look, 10 guy? My then? top 10 guy is Paul Casey. That's a really good shout. That's a really good shout. Top 10 guy, Paul Casey, because I just think he's, he's got the game, and I think he'll be there. Is that all you're going to say? He's got the game. you think he'll be there. I, well, look. I mean, he's currently on, he's on form. He's won recently. There we go. I like it. I think. Um, I don't know whether he, he. I mean, he could win it. I don't think he will win it. But I think he's going to be. Uh, you know, he's putting well. He's got the long game. I think he's going to be there or thereabouts. I think.
1: I think you're right. He's putting well. His 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 approach play is really good. He's he's pretty steady off the tee. I think. Yeah. He's long. He is long.
0: His swings change actually a little bit. Mm. It definitely um, better in, in my opinion. It yeah. Looks better. So, uh, I think he's in a, he's in a good place. Okay. But there's mine anyway. My top ten. Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is only going to finish top ten. That's still good. Still, still could win first. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what? I actually think that is just. I mean, he, why wouldn't he be top ten? That, that's the question for, for, that I would rather ask. Yeah. What, what's going to stop him from being top ten?
1: I think if he breaks his leg, that's the only thing that. Can stop yeah, <laughs> Well, he won a major, when ten. he did that, so exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't really matter, does it? You can yeah. break whatever you like. I know. I, I look. I look for every time for, for everything we've said there about. Um, Tiger, with his long game being in good shape, his irons being better, and his dr- and his short game probably being even better, you know, he will be fine. Top I think 10. he will be fine. Top ten all over it. Top ten. Okay, who's your winner?
0: My winner. You've got to give a reason
1: why you think he's going to win. You can't just name a name.
0: Okay. Um, my winner is going to be Justin Thomas. Ooh. I think Justin I Thomas. He,
1: a, he didn't put Tiger in the top two no, at all.
0: No. <gasps> but I, but I just think I 10. think, yeah, Justin Thomas. Look, I, is, he's a guy who just. He just stands out to me that I, I just see him as a multiple major winner because I just think he's, he's so high on confidence. He's not afraid to win. He's got the game. He hits it far. He's aggressive. Um, you know, For me, I just think to win the Masters, I think you need that level of confidence. I know he's obviously still fairly young. He probably hasn't got the experience of some of the guys, but um, you know, he's proved himself. He, he, he's not afraid to win, and I really fancy him to win the Masters. So there's I'm my. I was d-
1: looking at last year's performance for him because I don't know whether he played how well he played.
0: Oh,
1: no, not that. Yeah, well, yeah. Do you know what? Look, hey, why would you not? You know, you, you definitely back him to do well. And I think, you know, he can, he can win. Of course he can. Um, but he's not going to because my man's going to win. Okay, so who's your guy? Rory McElroy.
0: Rory McElroy. The
1: win that he had at Bay Hill
0: yep.
1: is going to. I know he didn't do very well in the match play. But I, I, I'm looking at it and I don't know. you think I'm, you wanted a rest? I, yeah, I do. Because <laughs> they asked to play a lot of golf. I'm yeah. thinking that they weren't particularly, you know, they're, they're, they're so focused on this. I'm not saying that they went out there to lose. No, not at all. But what I am saying is they're probably focusing that hard at the moment on the Masters that maybe the their focus loose. was, they, it slipped. Yeah. <laughs> they just didn't want to play anymore. Yeah. Um, so no, maybe that was the case. Look, we know that he's driving well. We know that he always drives well. We know he's going to have, he hits the ball high. We know that he can play that golf course with, uh, you know, from, from previous you know, tournaments that he's played in there. But I just think the win at Bay Hill was massive for his confidence. He now knows that he can win again. And he won that in Florida. He's moving up one state now into Georgia. He's going to work his way around the East Coast. Yeah. And then he's going to hop on over to the West Coast ready for next January. That's, the, that's how he's going to win. So for me, you know, you've just got to think. I think he's going to overpower the par fives. That's how he's going yeah, to, to win. You see that, don't you? I think he's going to hit... He's going to birdie every par five. Plus, we had
0: a chat with him um, on the on that when we did a video with him. And says, "Look, what you're, going to do, what you're going to do on the last hole when you're leading the Masters? He's going to play that little bit of a cut, which he pulled off perfectly. Yeah. Um, but look, I mean, McIlroy, he, you get him on his game, and he's just he's just unbelievable, yeah. isn't he?
1: That was a dress rehearsal. That video was. He's it? just realize
0: that. He's just a bit streaky, isn't he? He is a bit he's streaky. A, he's he a, bit he's streaky. either up or he's down, yeah. and you think, well you know yeah. I'd love him to just level out a little bit and, yeah. and sort of maintain his form but um,
1: he's in a streak now I think he, yeah I, you he's know, in a streak. I think he could be in it a streak was, was, we've just all we've done is done a dress rehearsal for the 18th hole and he will thank us in his speech he will be drawing
0: on that experience on the last day <laughs> remember those two guys who dressed the same okay guys <laughs>
1: that, that's that's our that's our views why don't you let us know who you think is going to win and who your top 10 uh, finishers because I think that we really like to know. In fact,
0: what you should do is screenshot the podcast and go onto your Instagram stories, tag us in it, and let us know your top 10 and your winneries. That'd be great. You can do that, and we'll take a look at uh, your thoughts. I wonder if you think, do you agree with us? Do you go with anybody different? We'd love to get your thoughts
1: on it. Indeed. Right. Are we done? I think so. That's pretty good. I I was, I uh, we're just that. left
0: to enjoy the Masters,
1: yes. aren't we? So there you have it. We hope you enjoyed that. A slightly different podcast to normal, obviously, just our views on who we think is going to win the Masters. So look, what we want to do is make sure we grow this podcast, you know, as big as we can to help as many golfers as we can all over the world. So we need your help in that. So if you can please leave us a rating and a review on SoundCloud and iTunes, it would really help us. Now we're going to be getting lots of special guests as well throughout the year. So who do you want us to get on the show. We want to find out that information from yourselves so we can give you the best possible podcast. So have a fantastic week and make sure you look out for podcast number 12. Thanks for listening.